The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells on March 12, 2013, for Mother's Day, based on Psalm 139, verses 13 through 18. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God, through which the Holy Spirit shows us the wonder of our Heavenly Father's creative work, is Psalm 139, verses 13 through 18. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. A well-made gun, a handcrafted cabinet, a precision-performing engine, a handmade quilt, an intricately embroidered cloth, a heart-touching painting. These and other examples of human craftsmanship and skill draw out admiration and appreciation. But how much more so the wonderful work of our God. And you don't have to go to a museum or search through countless shows to find examples of our God's handiwork, do you? Just look in a mirror. As David says here in Psalm 139, how wonderfully God has made us. Yes, How wonderfully. And today, on Mother's Day here, we want to join David as we marvel at the wonder of our God. How wonderfully our God works. That's the theme here this morning. And first of all, we want to see that he has knit each one of us individually. He knitted us in our mother's womb. And secondly, we want to be assured that he indeed knows all our days. That's part two. How wonderfully are the works of our God. David writes here in Psalm 139, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Now, to me, it's, it's amazing how someone can take a, a ball, ball of yarn and, and from a single strand of that yarn, they can crochet or knit together an afghan or sweater. And yet, how much more wonderful that our God takes fundamental atoms, strands of DNA, and knits them together to make you and me. And he not only puts us together physically, 
No, we're not just biological machines as if God made us from various parts. No, he knit together our inmost being. He made you who you are, your individuality, your personhood. He made our soul and spirit, our emotional and mental makeup, our inmost being. It's the handiwork of our God, how wonderfully our God works. And whom did God choose as his partner in this creative work? Our mothers. In Genesis chapter 3, Adam names his wife Eve because she will become the mother of all the living. The Hebrew name Eve sounds like the Hebrew name for life. And what a wonder this is. The almighty God, who created all things out of nothing in six normal days by the power of his word, he chooses to continue to bring new life into this world, not through the male, but through women. He knit you together in your mother's womb. How wonderfully our God works. And what wisdom, what wisdom he shows. He knows exactly how we were formed and how our bodies continue to work. He knows that unseeable connection between body and soul, brain and mind. Nothing is unknown to him. Even as David continues here, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. The secret place and the depths of the earth are poetic pictures that illustrate how only God truly knows how we are put together and how our bodies were formed. Medical science, no matter how far advances, will never measure up to God's wisdom, even in this one area. How wonderfully our God works. But maybe some will say, okay, it says here that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but... You don't know the pains and problems I go through. And what about those born less than healthy? Yes, it is a fact that as we look at our bodies, we see, see many problems. But that, dear friends, isn't due to any kind of failure on God's part. You see, this all happened after Adam and Eve fell into sin. Sin and its badness corrupted all of God's creation, which he had made and declared very good, perfect. And that sin and badness has corrupted each one of us from the very beginning of our life. In another of the Psalms, David writes, Surely I have been sinful from birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. That is your confession and mine as well. Weaknesses in our physical nature help remind us and teach us of that deeper corruption 
that is in the souls of each and every one of us. The question really isn't, why didn't God make my body better than it is? The real question here is, why did God make a sinner like you or like me? Why did God make me at all? And the answer, dear friends, is because he wants to save you. He wants to rescue you and me from this sinfulness that brings death and damnation, this sinfulness that has corrupted us from the moment of our conception onward. He wants to rescue you. And so he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Notice again how Jesus came into this world. Through the virgin mother, as he, his body was formed, knit together in her womb, God the Son became one of us, our brother and substitute. How wonderfully our God works. God gave his Son and did not spare him the agony of the cross. He died our death, for Jesus became our sin. Through your mothers, God gave you physical life. Through faith in Jesus Christ, he gives you eternal life. He knit you together in your mother's womb, so that through baptism, you were reborn into his family as a child of God. How wonderfully our God works. He has knit us together in our mother's womb. And so, dear Christian friends, in the light of God's saving work, marvel in wonder and astonishment at his creative work as well. Don't let your thoughts about marriage, family planning, birth control, motherhood, and children be shaped by the world around us. Just this past week, the Minnesota House of Representatives displayed just how confused the world's thinking is on the topic of marriage. Rather, cherish motherhood. Let your thoughts and actions be shaped by God's values revealed in his saving word. And cherish motherhood. For God has chosen to use mothers as his partner in that creative work. What a high calling motherhood is. Don't simply view it as another item on a busy, modern schedule filled with work, recreation, personal enrichment, and all the other things of modern life. What a high calling motherhood is, right next to your calling as Christian and as wife. Cherish motherhood. Cherish how God chose mothers to share in his creative work of bringing new life into this world. He knit you together in your mother's womb. How wonderfully our God works. And just as a mother's heart 
continues to go out to her children no matter how old they become. So also, dear friends, our God knows all our days. And that's the second part for us to think about here this morning. Our God knows all our days with bountiful kindness and loving care. David writes, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them all, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Now some people like to keep a a diary or journal. As the events of the day happen, at the end of the day, they can record them on the pages of that diary. But unless you're a time traveler, you can't look ahead to what's going to happen next week or next month. It's just blank pages for you and me. But God knows, dear friends. For you see, he himself has formed our days and set them in place. He has written them in his book. Don't mistake this, though, for some sort of fatalism. We are not mechanical machines fated to carry out whatever destiny has allotted to us. No, God makes it clear that we are accountable and responsible for our own thoughts and actions. God has not revealed this truth that he knows our days and has them written in his books to give us some sort of excuse for sinning. We dare never say, well, I couldn't help what I did. What's meant to be is meant to be. Don't blame me. But then why did God tell us that our days are written in his book here, that he knows them all? Well, he did that to assure you and me, to assure us that nothing that happens will surprise him. Nothing will happen that is outside his knowledge or beyond his power. So that we can face each day, we can wake up each morning with confidence in our God. Confidence that he will see us through that day, for it is written in his book. Now I know in my own mind, the truth that in my book, the future are is blank pages, as far as I can see, and yet it is all clearly written for God and by him, that that doesn't seem to fit together too well. But why should I expect to be able to fit that together in my puny mind? God's thoughts are so vast, as David reminds us. They outnumber the grains of sand. So when God says that he knows my future and that it is in his hands, I know that he has revealed that for my assurance and comfort. For you see, this assures you and me that when God makes a promise, he will keep it. For all the promises he has made, he has made fully knowing exactly what the future holds. He is in control. Nothing is beyond his power or wisdom. Nothing. It is all in his hands. And yet, because the future is blank pages to me, It's easy to fall into that kind of thinking that says, okay, I I, I know that God knows the future, but I don't. It's still blank pages for me, so how can I be sure? How can I not worry about it? 
Well, dear Christian, first of all, faith looks back at the record, at the journal that we can read. Faith does not try to turn ahead in our journal of life and figure out what God has written there. No. Faith looks back at the journal that we can read, the journal that records his love for us in Christ Jesus. And what a record, what a record we have of God's great love, that he did not spare his own son, but gave him up as the bloody sacrifice to pay for all the sins of the world, including all of yours and all of mine. What a record we have of God's love written down for us. Read it. Ponder it. Believe it. What a journal the Bible is. Cherish it. And then, as faith faces the future, in faith we know that whatever that future brings, our God knows and has power over so that we do not have to wake up in the morning fearful. We can wake up with that confidence that is ready to serve our Lord. For when faith looks at the blank pages in front of us, faith says, God will take care of me. He's already given me his son. Nothing can separate me from his love as I faithfully follow him, listening to his word. Yes, dear friends, how wonderfully our God works. Even in those days that are still blank for us, but are written in his book. And and maybe a a specific example of this based on last week's events is as, as we look at how Minnesota is trying to redefine marriage, we know that that troubles us because we love our country and we know the harm that such laws can cause on society. And yet, we can still wake up each morning ready to serve our God because we know that no matter what the world does, our God is in control. He is wonderfully at work. Now, don't misunderstand me. I don't mean that he's going to make this world some paradise, some better place, or that he's going to make it so that the laws get better. No. This world will continue to conspire and plot to go their own direction contrary to God. But, dear friends, despite what the world does, we know that our God is in control. Nothing is beyond his knowledge or his power so we can wake up each morning with our Lord ready to serve him, ready to give thanks to him and rejoice for his promises will not fail. Consider how the devil schemed to put an end to Jesus and yet even as the devil carried out his scheme, God used it to work out your salvation so that the devil ended up defeated when Jesus rose from the dead. How wonderfully our God works, because all our days are known to him. And so, dear Christian friends, rejoice in the wonder of your God. Rejoice that he has knit you together in your mother's womb, taking care of you from the very beginning. Rejoice that all your days are known to him. Nothing is beyond his knowledge and power. And he will take care of you. 
until you wake up in the glory of heaven to be with your Lord Jesus forever. How wonderfully our God works. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.